What's going on, everybody? Hope everybody's having a good Memorial Day in Los Angeles. Welcome to a brand new episode of the uh, Los Angeles Sports Show. I'm your host, Loro Antonio. And with me today on the Loro Antonio Sports Talk podcast is my L.A. sports insider and guru, Jonathan Mathis from the SoCal. So, Jonathan, how's it going, man? It's good to have you back on the show after missing one week. Hey, man, it's good to be here. Uh it's always a pleasure to come on and talk to you and to talk sports because there's nothing better than doing that, Lorenzo. And I hope everyone out there is having a wonderful, happy Memorial Day. It is a beautiful day in Southern California, but let's not forget what this day signifies. And this is a day for us to remember and honor all our men and all our servicemen and service women for their sacrifice and for their hard work, and for all of the things they do for us to, to give us freedom. Yes, absolutely. I want to give a big shout out to our U.S. troops and military out there for keeping our great nation the safest country in America. You couldn't have said it any better, my friend. Uh, all right, so let's start off with our Dodgers and recap the, uh, the road trip. Between when they played the Reds and the Rays and the Pirates. So it was a great road trip for the Dodgers all in all. But breaking news is Austin Barnes is going on the injured list. But we also have sad news to talk about is that uh, Bill Buckner, a former Dodger and Boston Red Sox player, has passed away today. Yes, when I heard the news, I was very sad. Um, I was numbed by hearing it. And, you know, it's an unfortunate situation uh, for a guy who was a legend. He was a legend, and today we lost a great legend in the game of baseball. But now Bill Buckner doesn't have to suffer anymore. He was battling with dementia for uh, a very long time now. And so now he no longer has to suffer with that malicious disease and you know he's in a better place now but we will never uh forget what he was able to do on the field and even off the field uh you know i will always you know remember him uh for his uh thick uh, his thick i know this might sound funny but for his thick eyebrows and for his uh his well-groomed mustache i think that's what i will take away from uh, from him always and you know I try to not drill too much on that era in 1986 you know because that's not what defined him what defined him was his his great character and what he did on the field as a player as far as you know putting the ball in play and driving in runs Oh, absolutely. I mean, he was a legend for sure there. Now, with that being said, the Dodgers had a very good road trip against the Reds, the Rays, and the Pittsburgh Pirates, but I felt like the Dodgers should have swept the Pirates. Of course the Dodgers should have swept the the, uh, the Pirates. Wait, they swept the Pirates. They swept the Pirates, but they should have swept Cincinnati. Yes, they should have swept Cincinnati uh, they should have swept. They should have swept Tampa Bay. 
Yeah, I mean, the Rays didn't have Blake Snell and uh, Charlie Morton on the mound and Tala Glasnow. So the Rays in that series last week used openers. Exactly, which is all the more reason the Dodgers should have been able to take advantage. Uh, You know, the bullpen came unraveled again. And that's been a concern for me, and I think most Dodger fans, is still this bullpen. Uh, You know, it could later come back to hunt them. And I think right about now, the front office should know that's a glaring need. Another that is a glaring need. The front, Andrew Friedman should know that it's a glaring need for the Dodgers and exactly. needing to fix this bullpen. Exactly. The bullpen needs a quick fix. Uh, I think you need a few more quality arms in that bullpen uh, to solidify things. And that should be something that he definitely needs to prioritize when uh, the, the trade deadline comes around. You got to get something done. No, we don't need hitters or we don't need starting pitchers. We need bullpen help. Our hitting, our offense, and starting pitching is fine. The offense is fine, and that's usually the way it goes until October. And all of a sudden, the bats go frozen, and the Dodgers can't manufacture uh, runs. They can't uh, get hits, you know. But right now, you're right. The offense is uh, is doing what needs to be done. Everyone in the lineup is very productive. Again, it's, it, it just goes back to pitching. And what wins baseball games, as we all know, is pitching and defense. Pitching and I and think defense. the Dodgers offense can flip the script this, this upcoming playoffs. There's a possibility with the way Cody Bellinger has swung the bat. Uh, Alex Verdugo is now in the lineup every day. And you got to remember, they got a new hitting coach, a hitting coach who has uh, done a terrific job so far in uh, revamping everyone's swing. It, it seems like everyone in this lineup has better mechanics now because of the work that he has put in to make sure that everyone could uh, put together some quality at-bats. And that's what you're seeing from a, a, a potent Dodgers offense. Yeah, I mean, Vance Goyak is turning around this uh, Dodgers lineup offensively, revamping swings, and I think the Dodgers are onto something. The Dodgers are indeed onto something. That's not to say Turner Ward uh, did a, didn't do a good job, but what it tells us is that they needed a new uh, instructor as far as uh, – Runners Someone. in scoring position, two outs. Yes. They've done a great job with right. that right. this year. Right. They've done a great job with runners in scoring position. And, uh, you know, they, they've been a, a better team offensively. That's, there's, there's no question marks there. Where the question marks are at is, is whether or not this team can hold it together uh, when it comes to pitching. They can. I mean, they have the team to be very capable of holding this team together in the pitching department. Yes, yes, they do. They they have they definitely have the starting rotation. There's no question about that. They definitely have a legitimate closer in Kenley Jensen. Again, they just don't have they still don't have that reliable setup man that every bullpen truly needs. 
particularly it, when the going gets tough, uh, particularly in the month of October when uh, all these games start to matter. You're going to need that setup man. And the Dodgers haven't been able to find that setup man since uh, uh, Brandon Brandon Morrow uh, left in free agency. So I think Dylan Floro has, has turned out to be their setup man, I believe. Yes, Dylan Floro has had a great uh, has had a great season, but remember, he had a bad outing in Tampa Bay. Uh, couldn't get any outs. Was giving up, gave up a three-run home run that changed the whole entire uh, scenario in that game. So you know he's gonna have to be consistent if he's gonna pitch in that role. But this year he has really, really turned it up a notch. He has. Uh, delivered every time he's uh, been called on to uh, come in and, and, and pitch, and he's looked solid so far this season. Just had that one bad outing in Tampa Bay. Yeah, I think that one outing will help him learn, but I feel like that Dylan Floro has been one of those reliable pieces that we can trust in the bullpen. Now, with that being said, pre- let's preview today's Dodgers-Mets game, and we got news. Austin Barnes is going on the injured list, and Will Smith is going to be called up, making his Major League debut tomorrow, but won't start today. Russell Martin will actually catch Clayton Kershaw. I like that pairing, Martin and Kershaw catching, because they were teammates before, and I feel like Russell Martin behind the plate will help Kershaw uh, help pitch a good game today. Yes, well, you know, Russell Martin and, and Clayton Kershaw, they know each other. Like you said, they what together in the past you know and when you have two veterans who really understand the game of baseball and who have worked together in the past usually that is a sign of good things you know and Russell Martin is good behind the plate he has that veteran he brings that veteran presence uh he also uh knows Clayton Kershaw inside and out having played with him before he knows what he throws. He knows, you know, he knows his arsenal of pitches that he uh, that he brings. And, you know, I think they work good together. Uh, and, you know, pitching pitchers and catchers have to have a great relationship. And those two do. And I, I like uh, Russell Martin catching for Clayton Kershaw. I was thinking Will Smith was going to make his debut today, but when I heard he's going to make his debut tomorrow, actually. Yes, I'm excited to see this kid. Uh, you hear a lot of great things about him. He's uh, he's one of the Dodgers' uh, top catching prospects. Uh, he was announced today uh, that he would be uh, promoted to uh, the big leagues, and now he has his chance. Uh, to, you know, show everyone uh, what he's made of now that Austin Barnes is is headed to the 10-day uh, injured list with that growing uh, strain. Here's what I think. Will Smith, I believe he's going to make a big impact in what we do and that by the time Barnes comes back, I think Matt Beatty gets sent down, keep Will Smith on the roster as a backup infielder and catch, and then Austin Barnes will do catch – and Austin Barnes and Russell Martin will continue to split the duties of catcher. And I think Will Smith could, could Will Smith could could either be the starting catcher, and then Barnes could be a be a second ba- backup second baseman. 
Hmm. You would move. You would move uh, him to second base. He could. Barnes has versatility because he's he been does. an infielder before. He has. Yes. That's so right. has Smith. Yes, you're right. So has Absolutely. Will Smith. That's why I'm thinking. Usually, that you sent you send Matt Beatty down. Right. Usually, a, a catcher is good at first base. Usually. But Barnes is kind of that guy that can catch and play second base. Will Smith could play catcher 